it is nearly three months since I have information and then I heard that the possibility for me to move to the new place to Norway, but I'm away. Keep in mind that don't count the chicken before it hatch. So we don't have any equivalent translation for the Thai proverb, but I found it quite useful. And any time that I sit in the temple and look around, see people around me, in my mind I felt I'm going to miss this place. I'm going to miss the temple because I like the high roof building. That was my favorite. And the Luang Po, the Achan, I love to listen to the talk. So, and then contemplate, I think that it's quite blessing and a good opportunity. When thinking about moving on to go to some place is new, sometimes information might not always transfer correctly. Because sometimes when we're going to give information or give some kind of knowledge or teaching to somebody, if they don't pay much attention, they will hurt differently from what we intend to tell them. That's why I'm always tell young generation, young monk, young friend, don't be too rushed to be their teacher because we ourselves don't really clear in our heart, our mind, what are we teaching yet? And we're not really clear yet about our own life. And then one day when we change our mind, they might laugh at us. I remember when I was a young monk, I read Pubasikavanana, the Thai sub-commentary of Vinaya. What I like the most in Pubasikavanana, when anything that contradicts each other, Pubasikavanana treat it so well. They didn't say, you should do this and you should do that. They said, because it contradicts each other, the same thing, but it contradicts. Pubasikavanana suggests that the wise choose consider and take it as you like. That's what I like the most because we don't really know what is the Buddha teaching is about or we might heard from the sutta, we might heard from the teaching, we might read from the scripture and sometimes we quote from the translation. Most of the time the translation in English and compared to the Thai, when I got the translation in English that Ajahn Amaro quote, I found it, wow, amazing. I never heard this before and I tried to track down in Thai translation. It doesn't make sense that much because they try to make it in the different way of translate to preserve the context in Pali. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. But in English it seems to be, yes, it got a punch. And sometimes in English it doesn't make sense. But in Thai, it seems to be so sweet. That's why another thing what I like is about the language and the information. I like when people speak. And when people speak, if we speak and we discuss 
And I remember the Ajahn said, nowadays people come and they don't do dialogue. They might say that they do the dialogue, but most of the time it's monologue. It means I tell you, you listen. And the monologue work by you listen to me and everything would be all right. It's not dialogue. The dialogue is that we discussed. We discussed the matter together. We not come to the conclusion too quickly. When it comes to the conclusion too quickly, by our own judgment, everyone always wrong. And we are the right one. We are the correct one. And I hold the right information. You don't know. In Chinese, we can push it out. You don't know. You don't understand. We learn English or learn another languages. What I like the most is when it sounds funny. When it sounds funny in Thai, it makes me remember easily. Sometimes it sounds like we don't say things like that in Thai. And then in another languages, they emphasize on that. Like in English, you have st, st. In Thai, we don't do that. We just eat the last consonant. We focus on the tones. And in another languages, they might have some kind of tone that is quite funny in Thai. Like in Norwegian, when they say tall, tall in Norwegian, they say hey, hey in Thai is quite funny actually. Hey, hey, quite funny and easy to remember. And when you want to ask how much in Thai, we call tau rai, tau rai. It's like a measurement. How much equal to what? That how much in Norwegian is called vui. Vui money. Vui media. It's easy to remember because vui in Thai is like an expression that vui. Like something I don't vui. The expression like Long Po Chao always say, mm. media is in Thai easy. Media. And if you say clear like media, have a lot. How much? Media. A lot. Vui a lot. That's how I remember the language. And I'm not good in remember and in the skill. I'm away break and my brain still cannot remember after I learned it. And then I forgot. And I quite admire that when the Ajahn or someone quote something that is really accurate for me, if I want to do that, I have to recite or write it down. And this morning, I invited Deva. I remember Ajahn told me that I have one word, it's wrong. And then I try to remember this one, I have to change. I need to change this one. And it, after I chant, and then I just forgot. And it have a mistake again. I did the mistake again. Muniwana wajarang, muniwana wajanang. have to be wajanang. And when it drops into the same pattern, it always incorrect. That's why. We need to double-check again and again and again. And for the Thai, when we do something, and we have our ethic, when you do something about yourself, better let it come from the elder or the one who above you. Otherwise, it looks like you show off. I told Anakarika, I try to show him that when you are have a lot of ego inside yourself and you walk like a gangster, like a honky, 
I told him like that, and I told him many stories like that. People just walk like that, and he didn't understand. He thought, I never seen anyone walk like that, a chant in the monastery. I just tried to tell him that, yeah, okay, yeah. because you are the best, you are the great, but only for yourself that you see. No other people know like you, and we walk like a honky, honky person. And when I heard that, now I'm going to go to Norway for real, okay, if the visa works. Ajahn asked me, how would you like to tell people? For me, I will be the blessing if the Ajahn inform people and then I can follow the Ajahn. Otherwise, it looks like me, I'm going to be the abbot. It's so funny, right? And I don't even know yet how it's going to be. And I asked the Ajahn to help to make announcement, and then Ajahn kindly make announcement twice. But anyway, information went completely opposite. After the Ajahn dropped the matches in the haystack, and it went out very quickly into the Thai circle, and it said, Today, Tan Kong Rit have made announcement in the temple that he's going to be the abbot in Lokutala in Norway, completely different from what it actually is. Because actually, I didn't make announcement, but it went around already that I make announcement. That is quite good. Actually, I found it quite useful for me to contemplate. And because last week, oh, the lay supporter from Thailand sent information to me. She sent the news that she asked me if we always check is accurate or not. And the uh, information that news we got from Longpo Sumeto, even during the Longpo Cha day's anniversary, and many people, many monks came to pay respect and take leave from Longpo Sumeto. Many names, some of them, I don't know them, some of them I knew. The information was Longpo Sumeto will be the last visit to Thailand. And he's going to come back to the West, and he will die in Scotland, where he go to Scotland. The most funny one is, one of my teachers, when I stayed with him for many years, he said, Ajahn's support will be his Upatak, and live in Upatak Longpo in Scotland. The first thing I know that it's incorrect, because Ajahn's support cannot bear the call. And in Scotland, it's quite cold, but we are like brothers. I sent the information to him, the whole thing, and I asked him, I heard that your name is Longpo News as well. How can you bear the cold? I think you're going to die before Longpo. Chan Suford said, yes, sometimes they know my news before me. That's why when we hear information, double-check first. Most of the time it's incorrect. In the past, they call Chinese whisper. Now they look like it become Buddhist whisper. Alter a little bit just to suit what we like to say, and it make it look interesting. Sometimes I found it quite funny. Not only nowadays, actually. In the time of the Buddha, King Pasenati loved to visit the Buddha any time that he had free time, because he loved the Buddha so much. And then one day, he went to see the Buddha and pay respect, bow to the Buddha. And usually he 
sat in one side and discussed any matter that he would like to talk to the Buddha, or sometimes he just listened to the Buddha. And then at an occasion, after he paid respect to the Buddha, instead of he sit down and he saw the ascetic, the chattila, many of them, some of them have long hair, everything long, long hair, from the armpits, they don't mention about smell, the long hair, the long moustache, the long beard, and some of them naked, some of them use only one piece of cloth, many of them, seven of them, I think, seven of them walk past the monastery. And King Pasenati, after he bowed to the Buddha and he saw that Chatila, the ascetic, he went to see them and he dressed up so well and kneeled down on his knee, one knee, and announced that, Venerable Sir, I am King Pasenati, I am the king of Kosala, please remember me. And then he made Ganjali like. And after that, the ascetic passed the monastery and he came to the Buddha and told the Buddha, Venerable Sir, that ascetic, either some of them might become an arahan or practice to be an arahan or some of them might be an arahan already. That is quite high pressed for the ascetic and you are an arahan. If you got reputation that you are an arahan, at that time, even right now, I think it's a big reputation. Instead of the Buddha, follow the idea or follow suggestion of the king. The Buddha said, Mahabhapitra, a great king, you are the household. You live with wife, children, and don't have any knowledge about this, and it's difficult for you to know. It's not easy for you to know. That how the Buddha replied to the king, even the king, not just only ordinary people or someone who just only think they are the great, but he is the king is the great. He is great, and he no quite well known in that area, in that country. And the Buddha said, if you want to know the ethic of somebody, you need to live with them for a period of time, not just a short time, you have to live with them for some time. Not temporary, not crucially, only when you pay attention, not pay inattentive, or only from the wise, not from the witless. That's why when you want to know the ethic of somebody, and you want to know the purity of someone, you need to deal with them, because otherwise you don't really know they're pure or not. You cannot just see, and then you assume that they are the good person, they are an arahan, they are a bad person, or they are some kind of egotistical person. You need to live with them. You need to deal with them. And you want to know that person is resilient. You need to see them in the time of trouble. Because some people, they're quite clever. They're quite wise. They're quite intelligent. But during the time of trouble, they might could not even hold themselves, like Ajahn told us story of somebody who got Nobel Prize, but when someone close to him commit suicide, he could not even be able to hold himself. Things like that. They are wise in their field, but they don't know how to hold, how to manage in their heart, in the foundation of their heart. And if you want to know anyone's wisdom, 
you need to discuss with them. And because speech is quite important, we can contact to the world. We can show the world what we actually are. The best way to do is by speech. If you speak well, people understand you well, it means that you have a quite clear insight and you have a deep understanding or not. After you speak, people start to recognize. After you write, people start to recognize. But it needs time, not just only temporary or casually. You need to do again and again and check again. And when you pay attention, not when not inattentive, and you have to use wisdom, not wristlet. That's how the Buddha told King Vasenati. And when we heard information like this, instead of just believe immediately, we better double-check, especially nowadays, news spread very quickly. And if you treat it as a true, and now people are going to believe that Achan Kunglit make announcement in the temple, that the first, you know, the fact, think about it, Lung Po Sumeto going to come back to the West and go to die in Scotland. I don't know where Lung Po is going to go. Maybe he's going to build a new monastery. And the funny one is when Ajahn Support, the one who cannot bear the cold the most, going to be Lung Po Sumeto Upatak and live with Lung Po Sumeto in Scotland. That is completely misinformation. When we want to check and double check, we need to use dialogue. And we need to wait for other people to give us information. Nowadays, so many people still live in the old world. One of my friends, when he want to criticize the old world, he said in Thailand we call Sombulranaya Sitirat, it means absolute monarchy. That's how we criticize the old world. If someone who has authority tell you something, everyone follow. That's how people think about Thailand. Like I heard many times that hierarchical. At the beginning, I didn't understand what hierarchical mean. And then after people talk many, many times, hierarchical mean that when authority or someone above you tell you something, everyone follow immediately and absolutely. That's how it works. And many people still live in that world. I need to tell you what you should do. And it doesn't work that well. If you still have a lot of mistakes, from yourself and it doesn't work. If you always tell the right thing, it might work for some time. But if you are command, it works from time to time and most of the time it didn't work and then people won't listen to your command. That is quite common. That nowadays when people use social media and when they send information to you, wow, so amazing. They contact me and you try to respond. Your response just disappear because they not listen to you. You not the one who discuss with them. They are going to tell you what their information is. You just the one who become their audience. You cannot even participate. You are the audience of them. And at a friendly level or as a ordinary people, it doesn't work that well because we need to discuss. We need to know what's going on. Not. Just someone try to tell other people what to do, what not to do. Nowadays, it doesn't work like that. Nowadays, everyone have ability. 
to search information so easily. In the old day, not easy like this. I remember when I first came to what Amaravati, for me, because I come from the countryside, from the rural area, and I don't really know how much things cost. I would like to know. And when I asked my monk friend, because people always said the property around Amaravati is very expensive. The first thing I want to know is how much. And when I asked him, he says, it's expensive. Still stuck in my mind, I want to know how much. Because they say it's expensive. Only people who in this area, only millionaire and the monk can live. Otherwise, because it's too costly. It stuck with me for some time until the house number one on the market. I asked Kalolai to went there and check, And they said, 3500000 For many people, wow, very expensive. But for me, because the house is quite good, and a very good area, close to the monastery, 300000 is not expensive. It's a lot of money, but it's not expensive. It's expensive for me. It means that you buy something, it's bad quality, but you pay a lot. That is expensive. But if you buy the good quality thing, you pay a lot. It's not expensive. In Thai, we call Somraka because it, when you want to build something good, you need to have something good. You need to make use a lot of time. You make use a lot of resources. And resources and time and energy, it costly. So it's a lot of money, but it is not expensive. When it's expensive, it means that it's poorly built. It's not a good quality, but you have to pay a lot. That I can say that it's expensive. So when we have information, we better double check in anything, even though it might sound nice, it might sound fantastic. Another story I would like to tell you, when one of our friends, he went for a walk around the monastery. After he came back, we have story to tell friends, right? Because we don't have any much entertainment. So he just said, he went outside and he saw the footprint of the horses. It's this big and in the common room. And one of the Ajahn said, wow, that elephant footprint, if it's big like that. When the Ajahn replied like that, his hand shrink a little bit. When we want to tell something, we need to add something a little bit more just to make it interesting. <laughs> For me, if I add things like that, when I stay alone, go back to my kuti, I felt a little bit ashamed, like it bite me back. Oh, I'm not supposed to say it like that. It's not true. Because this big, the footprint of the horse. No, there's an elephant. It shrink a little bit. But it's good, isn't it? To have good reputation, a big name, a nice name. Hopefully, when people heard that I'm going to Norway to be there, but in Rokutara, and most people, the best in all people, believe that, wow, he have a good monk. He really cry, and really easy to live with him. And I would like to go and to live with him. I would like to have that reputation. I don't want to have, no, don't be around him. He a bad monk. You live with him, and you don't get anything from him. You don't get any wisdom. I like to have an opposite direction. And because 
from the ethic of the monastery, we not allowed to invite anyone, any person, any monk, any monastic sister or any nuns to leave to go with us without consult with the abbot. We have to accept that, but I always make another hint for the lay people and said, yes, the moon in Norway is more beautiful than England. And the opportunity to see the northern light, it's easier in Norway. Because to live alone, to live in the monastery, to be the abbot, you know, for me, it doesn't seem important. The important is who want to live with me, that the most important. I went to what Kunme Sansani, what I love the most is one she got some kind of teaching on the tree. I cannot remember the Dhammas. I cannot remember how he said. And she said, Tan Maha, when other people come to visit you, they come with wisdom, they come with gift. That's how I remember. I found it quite beautiful. When you have people around you, you have people come to see you, they might not look according to what you expect, but they always come with something, either wisdom, either gift, either something that if you know how to harvest from them, because that how the monastery running, that how I felt. So I don't want to make invitation to you, but if you go somewhere around Oslo, Lokutra will be a very good place to stop by. We don't have good accommodation like this. But if you use Thai standard from Ajahn Kalayano, he told us, if we got accommodation, that when the Norwegian women come to stay, they can stay only three persons. When the Thai lady come to stay in the monastery, the same building, they can get 13. I will miss a lot of things in Amarati, especially Lung Po, the Ajahn, and all of you. It's another two months before I can make my fully move. In my mind, I keep the teaching of Ajahn Amaro just a roof for one night. That was not easy to move somewhere and think, oh, this one is going to be my last winter retreat here. Actually, when I stay here, when it's cold, I don't miss winter retreat here that much. After I know that I have to go and it's okay, I start to miss Amaravati. And the Chan talked about the tombstone that he read from the crematory. And we see not many lines, just only names and date of birth and date of passing away. That how human beings, most of people, leave the world and that how the world remember them. And that night, I heard that my neighbor, he is my third or fourth cousin. I'm not really sure because in Thailand, our family quite extend. He passed away. He very well-to-do person and then he very work hard, start from nothing and he owned the rice mills, quite big one, quite nice and quite rich in the village compared to the Thai standard. But then he passed away. He's about 70 years old. I don't know why it hit me. 
I woke up in the morning. I was crying when I was waking up, and I just felt that you try to collect, you try to earn all of your life, you try to hold, you try to protect your wealth, and when you die, you leave the world with empty hand. When I think about my village, I can see people can hate you just only because of your tamarind leaf from your land drop into their area. And they can look at you like you are not their neighbor because the tamarind so poor tamarind tree because the tamarind tree in the middle of the property and then because it got a lot of branches. When it got branches, it got a lot of leaf and tamarind tree, it dropped the leaf. And because it not belong to them, the leaf become a problem. They don't like the tree and they don't like the leaf and they don't like the owner of the tree. That's how it works. And when you are poor, if they consider you as a poor person, and be careful when you want to keep something or you want to visit them and make sure that they invite you. Otherwise, they might think that you come to ask for something and even inside yourself, you never think that you're going to go and ask anything from them. But for them, they're quite careful. They think, oh, he gave you this because he wants that in return. Sometimes they give value to us. They give our friendship. It's a very cheap value for them. And we have to make sure that we have to be very careful and in not the same standard. In the time of the Buddha, when the Buddha teach King Basenati and he end with the kata, the kata is, it is not easy to know a man by appearance. You shouldn't trust them at the first sight. For undisciplined men live in the world disguised as the disciplined, like a flake earring made of clay, like the copper half penny covered with gold. They live hidden in the world, corrupt inside, but impressive outside. When we see someone, when we see something, don't just make first impression become a real thing. Learn first and be with them first and kind to them. They have a lot of mistakes like us. We have a mistake too. And we make a lot of mistakes. Even though they might got a bad reputation, they might got a good reputation, they might not smile, they might not friendly, they might look angry. But if you don't know them, don't trust them immediately. Live with them for some time first. And then we might be friends later. The one who going to help us is the one who be with us in the difficult time. I would like to end my talk.